Hi, everyone. I'm Maya Fleming, and you're listening to Gentler, a podcast about postgrad life, adulthood, and self-care. Hey everyone, it's Maya and welcome to Gentler. I have a new Gentler chat episode for you today. I'm talking with manifestation and mindset mentor Kimberly Wenyat and we are chatting all things manifestation, law of attraction, um, including her process and journey with learning it, the ways that she started thinking differently about it and teaching differently about it and fun stuff like her favorite things that she's manifested. I have been following Kimberly for years now, and the thing that I've always appreciated is that she takes a very practical, gratitude-first approach. I don't feel like a lot of it is super mystical or hard to grasp, especially if you're like just starting with manifestation. Um, and she's also very vocal about the hard work and the action that's required to manifest things that you want, not just kind of think it and forget it, which is a, an element of it, but she talks a lot about having to do the work to get the things that you are trying to manifest. So I've always really appreciated that listen to this episode, go follow her with the information in the show notes. If you're interested in trying out any of her programs, then definitely let me know. I've done a few of them and I would love to share my thoughts and I'm currently in her membership program, Manifestation Monthly. So I would love to share my experiences with you if you're interested, but definitely follow her and let me know what you think of this episode by rating and reviewing and share this with someone who could benefit from it. And I will talk to you all again soon. Bye. All right, so thank you for joining me today, Kimberly. How are you doing? I'm great, thanks. Thanks for inviting me on, Maya. Yeah, absolutely. So for those who don't know, like for the listeners, I have been following you for close to three years now. Um, wow. And it's, yeah, it's funny. I was actually in Australia whenever I came across your, I think I first, I like honestly, the most random thing, I think I saw you on a testimonial for another manifestation guru um, and then I saw, I saw some, like, I think I saw, like, I don't know what your title was on the page, but I saw that you look kind of young and you were in Australia. And I was like, let me, I'm in Australia, let me see. And then <laughs> it ended up being like an awesome decision because you really, I was already familiar with the secret. I was just kind of getting into like a bend of manifestation and learning and all of that. And I kept seeing the same type of people. So you just really resonated with me. So I was so happy to chat with you today. Oh my gosh, I love hearing that. Thank you so much. It's an honor as well. (laughs) So I always ask guests whenever they come on, what self-care methods have you been loving lately, if anything? Yeah, okay. So for me, I really have been loving just making time for meditation, like in the middle of the day, because I think that for me, I I find that it's easy to drop off sometimes, um, especially when I started to work out in the mornings. Like when I started Mm. to work out in the mornings, I was like, oh no, I've got less time for my morning routine. So I love just taking five, 10 minutes in the middle of the day, just to like close my eyes open inside time I play some ambient music and just tune back in that's probably the uh, the number one thing and also journaling so making sure that I'm always just tuning in with like how I feel what my thoughts are that sort of thing that can be super helpful as well and I love to script I like to write out my day and see how it goes I like to start to create visions and get details on what I want to create in my life and yeah all sorts of different things I love that I am 
a huge journaler. My listeners know that. And I love meditation. I'll be honest. It's the thing that kind of falls by the wayside if I'm having a moment, but I love uh, meditation whenever I am really actively doing that. And I have been for 2021. So it's just been amazing. Mm -hmm. So amazing. Yeah. If you could tell the, the listeners just who you are, what you do, I would love to hear that. Absolutely. So my name is Kimberly Wenya and my brand is KW and basically I'm a manifestation and mindset mentor. So I teach women around the world about how to create their realities based on changing your emotions, your thoughts and your vibration, your frequency. And what I feel is different about KW is we love to bring the science to it. And I like to say that we're your number one source for manifestation based in science and truth and it's not just all like really logical and practical stuff that we talk about it's also very like energy and woo and we're blending them together so if you're somebody who loves both of them then yeah that's why we created this I love that because I I think like I'm a very pragmatic person very practical that's why I started gentler I wanted to bring self-care down to earth and make it practical and accessible for everyone so that really speaks to me because I, I feel like a lot of the things I was hearing at first, um, learning about manifestation just seemed really up in the air to me and I could not connect with them at all. And I just didn't, there was, yeah. there was no way for me to really feel like it was working until I really sat through and started thinking about the practical element and why your thoughts create your reality. It's not just, I, I don't know why I thought of like magic and like Harry Potter when I thought of manifestation, but <laughs> I, I had to do so much learning to realize that there is a very practical side of it. And it does absolutely affect everything. So how did you come into manifestation? Yeah. So the way that I got into it was I remember I was starting my own personal development journey and I read a book called She Means Business by Carrie Green. Mm. <clears throat> and within there, she talks about the law of attraction. I was like, okay, this sounds really, really cool. Let me look more into it. And I actually said, I was like, dear universe, like, please show me more about this thing called the law of attraction and manifestation. And I got a text from my mom one day coming back from uni and she never really says anything like this, but she asked me to meet her at an op shop. And so I did and when we were about to leave <clears throat> basically I had a look at the bookshelves and there was the secret and I was like hey I've seen this in like forums where people have talked about law of attraction so I bought it I took it home I read it literally that night and I remember being like okay there's this is so crazy as if this is real so I just put it to test I just started to think okay what have I got to lose let me just try to apply these principles I very quickly learned that the secret was very superficial and only covers like a tiny little fraction of what really is the truth about manifestation mm -hmm. and I started to study more universal laws etc so that's really how I got into it and the reason why I believe so much in it and not necessarily believe but I subscribe to it because it's always happening whether you know it or not is that it changed my life knowing how to create it. I thought that I was just born into a certain reality and that was what I was going to, you know, have for the rest of my life. But when you understand that you create your reality, that means that whatever vision you have, you can fulfill. And so it helps me create my 2018 vision board into reality. When I thought it was going to take 10 years, it took only two and a half years. And there were things in it like my dream car, a Tesla, a puppy, my dream home, traveling to Europe, going to Paris, going to Santorini and all of these things came true so and, and you know at the time it felt so far away because I was a student tutoring studying full-time etc 
So that's in a nutshell how it all began. Yeah, and I have loved seeing it all unfold. I, like I said, I started following you almost three years ago. And so I remember tuning into the podcast and I think it was just starting or was very, very early and just seeing how things have happened for you recently, like your year traveling, all of that. Like, it's just been amazing to see on the outside and really did a lot to show me that, um, you know, whenever I do feel doubts, I'm like, well, you know what, Kimberly and all these other people, like they're having something happen with it. So let me give it another shot. Let me, let me think more critically about what I'm doing. Um, so I appreciate that from my standpoint. So speaking of all of that, what manifestations, yeah, of course, what manifestations are you the most proud of in your life? I think when it comes to, uh, I, that's so hard, but I think yeah. definitely my, <laughs> uh, my ability to have traveled, like I thought that because if I didn't understand manifestation and didn't start the business and that sort of thing, I would have had to graduate from <clears throat> my degree, which I ended up doing. Um, I have two bachelor degrees of science and I love the science, which is why we incorporate it into well, why I incorporate it into my methods. And basically I think that because I knew that I would have to study for another year and a half and then start a clinic and then save money and then travel when I had the time, I felt like it really collapsed time for me within only, you know, a year of starting my business. I went traveling and I sustained, you know, staying these dream Airbnbs and five-star hotels um, through, you know, maintaining my business and running it and growing it. And that was with, you know, 3000 followers. It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't even with a lot of followers. So I, yeah, I've just been steadily building the business, building on what we're, what we're putting out there, etc. So that's definitely one. My voice is getting a bit foggy. So let me just cough for it. Yeah. Okay. We're back. <laughs> um, but basically, um, the other thing I'm so proud of as well as manifesting my dream car, which was the Tesla model three. I really wished that I could have had a Tesla, like when I, since when I was studying and I remember having it on my vision board and thinking, okay, this is like a 10 year goal. But again, it happened within two and a half years, which was amazing. So yeah, definitely that as well. And, um, I would say those are my most favorite things as well as my business. Like Mm -hmm. I also had the dream to have a successful business that I could work full time with and could support me and the lifestyle that I wanted. And that's been the case. And I've worked hard for all these things. Like I've definitely put a lot of action. That's something that I think isn't talked a lot in the manifestation circle. Like you hear about people manifesting like, oh my gosh, like I got my designer handbag and they don't tell you about the hours they've put in or how much they've had to work on their self-worth to manifest the money to be able to live that lifestyle. And I think it's kind of like something that I really value as a part of KW is to really share with you guys how much I try and how much effort I put in as well as letting the universe amplify my actions. Yeah, and I I definitely want to go back to that action piece because that was something that really um, held me back from understanding manifestation fully. Sorry, I'm running over my words. But I wanted to ask too, just about your own personal journey. What were some of your key belief changes and like mindset shifts that were really responsible for you manifesting the life that you have today? It was 100% 
knowing that I could change my my reality, no matter what was happening around me, no matter what was happening in my physical reality, it was 100% understanding that my past also doesn't determine my future. And because otherwise, that would mean that everybody would be staying the same always. There would be no change. So I had to remind myself that if I wanted something different, that was possible. And even though I hadn't experienced it before in the past, I could create that in my future. So that was cha- like that was life changing because I think it doesn't really go away. You always think, you know, I've never experienced this, but I want it. But how do I feel the gratitude of already having it to use the law of attraction if I've never experienced it before? Mm-hmm. And so a lot of that had to be knowing that I could feel the feelings I wanted to feel in this moment and I could feel the gratitude as if it's already here and trust that it's coming. And I had to give myself that that chance to do that. I think other beliefs that I also changed as well was uh, you know, my, my, this like came up in my head at first, but because we've been doing, I've been doing a lot of talking around like friendships and relationships lately. Mm. Um, one, one thing as well is that I thought at the start, and I think this was the right thing to do at the time to surround myself with like-minded people, to surround myself with people who also were driven and inspired and wanted to change their lives. And I think over time I've learned that that doesn't have to be the case always in fact I feel like now that I've established more of what I do and who I am in KW um, I actually prefer to just have friends for the sake of friends and not have to feel like I need to surround myself with certain people and I feel that's been that's served myself so much more as well self-care wise too so yeah that definitely that's kind of like the phase in terms of relationships that I feel I went through in the in my journey but maybe a third belief that I think that I also changed as well was knowing that having money isn't a bad thing that was major Mm. I used to think that you know when you have money you're a bad person you're snobby you're blah 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 and I really had to train myself to think that no having money is a good thing that receiving money is a good thing and you're helping people change their lives and to be unapologetic in selling and sharing the things that would have helped you by you know creating value and by creating programs for people to buy yeah I love that and I love especially you you talking about the gratitude piece because I really really wish I had understood that from the beginning and that's something that we talk about a lot on gentler when I would hear the phrase act as if I completely misunderstood it and it would almost like piss me off because I'm like how am I going to act as if I have a million dollars if my bank account says 42 cents. How am I going to do that? And I really wish I had <laughs> understood that it wasn't so much acting, like doing the the literal actions like of someone who was a millionaire, but having that sense of sureness and gratitude and contentment while still working on ways and taking action to improve your life. Like I wish I had really gotten a grasp on that. Um, so I love hearing you say that. I also, you brought up self-care and I wanted to know like what self-care looked like for you in the beginning. Was it really anything you focused on? Was it something that you did like every so often? Was it intentional? How was that? Yeah, I think that when I first got into self-care, it was definitely very intentional. Like I remember that 
I was creating a program of like 21 days of different habits that you can use to create wellness for yourself. And so that was very intentional. That was me practicing um, carrying those out. And it was things like just, you know, going for a walk, like literally going for a walk, no pressure to have to produce something whilst I'm on that walk. Um, or it could have been really making sure that I'm meditating in the morning, journaling in the morning, saying my affirmations in the morning. I consider my morning routine to be self-care. That's just me personally. Yeah, that's the point. Literally, just to get specific, this week I had a day that I – no, I had two days I didn't do my morning routine and I was so grouchy. <laughs> I was so grumpy and because I went just straight to the gym. Then I came back and I was like, okay, this is not okay. I have to do my journaling. I have to do my meditation. And then I did an experiment within the next two days. I just did like a shortened version of a morning routine. Mm. Um, and even just doing that drastically changed my mood. So I think that's so important for self-care. Something that I wish I did more of, which I can't because I don't have a bath in my apartment currently, but is having baths I like if you have mm. a bath and you're listening to this take advantage of that because that is it's such a beautiful place to have a yeah. ritual where you like have your crystals around you if you want that or just light a candle or have a glass of wine with you or have some sparkling water and just you can bring a book in there you can watch Netflix on the edge of your bath like I love that stuff and when we were traveling I would every single night if we had a bath in the Airbnb or the hotel I would be using it and I would just like like that's a non-negotiable for our next house that there that we're moving into. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just things like that I absolutely love. I love the bath thing because I am really afraid of using any technology um, while I'm in the tub, and I have a, a bathtub now in my um, new apartment. So it just really is a great time for me to just reflect and think, um, especially if I feel like I don't have the mental capacity to journal out like pages and pages. I can just sit in the bathtub and just really work through issues and take a practical approach to what I'm dealing with. And it's just, it's kind of like, I can't do anything else. So I might as well face my, face my problems. So I love that for <laughs> sure. And it's something that I, I used to get annoyed at baths and when it came to self-care and I felt like that was like the total mainstream way of looking at self-care, but it, it's really helpful to me lately. So yeah, I definitely awesome. second that. What do you think... Uh, most people misunderstand about manifestation because I know that you have gone through a shift or at least I've been more vocal about a shift like starting around like I want to say like last year I just remember listening to a podcast yeah. episode and you were like okay here's why I'm working hard from <laughs> now on and I was like okay I feel like I definitely can vibe with this for sure mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. I I think like as a listener I would hear your other um podcast about taking aligned action and knowing when enough is enough and thinking that sounds amazing I I really wish I could grasp that so it, it was really grounding for me and so relatable when I heard you say okay I believe in all that but in this season I am going to be really like pedal to the metal foot on the gas working hard so like what what were some of the things that you feel like were responsible, some of the misunderstandings about manifestation that kind of led you to that point and that you want to encourage other people against? Yes. Okay. Thank you for asking me this because it helps us really get to the truth about manifestation. 
So when I first got into manifestation and many of us who are new to it and we're like researching about it on YouTube or podcasts, the mainstream manifestation thought is to think positive thoughts. And if you think positive thoughts and you feel positive and you feel happy and you feel joy, then you attract what you want. And I read books. There are, I won't say specific names, but there are really, really well-known entities that tell you to feel happy to feel joy and that's what's going to attract good things to you but I tried that for two years and not just two years you know I feel like that my whole journey has just been trying to find out the truth about manifestation and Mm -hmm. bring that to the surface and so of course I was going to try whatever exists whatever people tell you and so I think for the first two years of my business as well, I was trying to think, okay, what do I feel is universal truth? And what do I feel is something that isn't fully scientifically whole, if that kind of makes sense. Mm -hmm. And that meant that in those, in that two years, I was, I wasn't subscribing completely to just one thing I was just finding what worked and there were definitely things that that they talked about that worked for a certain time but it wasn't sustainable so what I mean by this is like okay look at your life were you always happy no if you weren't always happy why would you strive to always only be just one emotion because that's just one emotion on the spectrum look at the colors that we have And then look at an artist. Would they just use red? Probably not. They're probably going to use other colors. So it's the same thing. If we're living our life, we're not just going to feel happy all the time. And also it becomes unrealistic for us to want to be happy all the time because it's just one facet. So I've been doing research and learning from mentors. And what I've really learned is that the biggest misconception is that when you, and it's super subtle, right? But Mm -hmm. a lot of people will say, okay, when you want to, when you want to manifest what you desire, feel great, grateful, feel joy, feel uh, happy. But gratitude is not the same as happy and joy. And I've read through Dr. Martini's books. I always reference him because I think it's really important that you talk about who you learn from. And he talks about how the highest vibration of all is love, which that makes sense. Love is unconditional. Love is everything, but love is the unification and the synthesis, as he says, of both sides, both positive and negative. That means that love, uh, sorry, happiness and joy is just positive. That's just one side. And it's not sustainable for a human being to only want to be one-sided. You have to embrace that you're going to have both sides and you have to embrace love. And when you want to actually manifest, it's about understanding that there are two sides all the time. And that, so for me, rather than me putting the pressure that I have to be joyful and happy all the time, I'm now having the permission to be human, to have all those emotions and go through life and feel things, but ultimately to come to gratitude, to come to love. Because think about it. You can be grateful for something that was good, but you can also be grateful for something bad and unfortunate that happened by seeing the lesson in it. That's powerful. Yeah. I I echo that a million times. Yeah. Yeah, compared to just thinking that you need to just be positive all the time. But still, my there are still so many people who just talk about the one-sidedness. And that's why I do what I do. It's just it's to share with girls that you know 
you don't have to be positive all the time. There's another way. And mm-hmm. so that's why I created things like the manifestation method with KW. And that that's why I created the podcast and, and our new episodes. And I think that something really important I want to say as well, though, is that everybody is going on their own journey. And for yeah. some people, they need to go through that that journey of being in that positive mindset because they were in such like a, a negative mindset before and sometimes they need that so one thing that really really strikes with me as well is how we need to understand that positive mentality has a place Um, just as much as like grounding yourself has a place too and for me and my understanding with life my aim is to remain emotionally balanced it doesn't mean I can't feel happy or sad but my my aim is to be emotionally balanced and in that comes gratitude. So yeah, this is just the scratch on the surface. Um, there's so much more that we dive into in, in our free content, etc. <laughs> yeah. And I love to, I love that the old episodes still exist because like you said, everyone's on their own journeys so yeah. being able to see that transition and being able to pick what season you're in and, and find content that is speaking to that season, I think is really valuable. So one last question before we go, your life and your manifestations are growing at a seemingly rapid rate. So I'm interested in how you keep yourself grounded when your life looks totally different than it did, like even two and a half years ago. Yes. Uh, you know, I, I actually haven't thought about this, but it's a really beautiful question. I would say that the thing that has kept me grounded is understanding that I'm still the same girl who had dreams. Like I'm still the same girl who had dreams of creating her own living room and having a dog. Like I've wanted a dog since I was five years old and I got my first dog when I was 26, no, 25. Yeah, 25. (laughs) So I waited 20 years. And I think that it's just me remembering that just because I have things doesn't mean I'm better or worse. Mm. Just because I have things doesn't mean that I, you know, I am just this totally, yes, I'm different. Yes, I've changed my mindset, but I'm still the same girl. And I think that also my family grounds me, um, and, you know, having talks to my sister grounds me, to my mom, my dad. Um, you know, also I'm, I'm really grateful that I have buy-in, my boyfriend, because he, he was with me even before I started the business and he yeah. keeps me grounded. Too. So I think, I think that it's also friends from the past people from your past they can be they can play such a beautiful role in your life when you catch up with them when so many things are changing yeah I love that like roots are everything and if you have like Mm -hmm. strong roots and remember them then you can you can stay grounded I love that so much so Kimberly where can people find you on the internet Absolutely. So if you loved what we talked about today, I have my own podcast. It's called the Kimberly Wenya podcast on Spotify and iTunes. And I'm pretty active over on Instagram. I love Instagram. So I'm just at Kimberly Wenya and we have free masterclasses. So if you ever want to check those out, usually they're in the link in my bio over there and they're definitely worth taking because they have beautiful slides and you can screenshot them, take notes it's in your journal stuff like that so yeah that's me I love that and y'all I can vouch for Kimberly's programs I have done 
a few of them, I want to say at least, I tried to remember which ones particularly I did, but I'll have them in the intro whenever I can go back and look, but I love her approach. I love the content. So if you're looking to kind of get more into manifestation, but from a practical route, if you like the way that we break things down on Gentler, then you definitely will enjoy Kimberly's podcast. Thank you so much for being with us today, Kimberly. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Gentler. If you enjoyed it, please give it a rate and review in Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Instagram for more self-care advice at GentlerPod and check out our website for more info, www.begentler.com. Talk to you all soon. Bye.